Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience, Hour 3, mm. right here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hour 3 already. What a yeah. day we're having. I know, right, bruh? So true, sis. Let's retire that. Okay, yeah, that's, that didn't work. <laughs> I'm just trying to that's delay fine. so that Rocco has less time to talk about <laughs> what he watched. Did you watch two episodes of this? I did. I watched one last night, and then I watched uh, uh, episode two to this morning. I think there's three out on Hulu right now. Maybe All right, four. tell everybody what three. you're watching. And how long are it they? It is Pam the and episodes, Tommy. And did, you, did you watch it, Donna? I did not watch it yet. Okay. There's a lot to like. I'm not 100% sure I'm super in on it, but the performances are pretty great, especially Lily James as Pam Anderson. Like, you would pretty much just assume it's really Pam Anderson. Wow. Yeah, the the images that I saw, it really looks like her. Yeah, and uh, I found out just uh, this morning that they she actually, I mean, she takes off her top a few times, and it's actually prosthetic, fake, I mean, not, I mean, actual, like a prosthetic breastplate she's wearing to huh. look like Pam Anderson. Um, yeah, there's a lot of prosthetics in this movie. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> okay. Including, do you want to hear the clip of the talking member? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go on so, record as saying no comment. Um, what is, the, explain this, what so, we're about to hear. Okay. Well, so episode one is all about the carpenter who's working on Tommy Lee's house who eventually discovers uh, the sex tape of uh, Pam and Tommy and eventually sells it and whatever, exposes it to the world. And then episode two is kind of the backstory of how uh, Pam and Tommy met. And there's a scene where Tommy returns back to his hotel room and he's naked in his bathroom and has a conversation with a certain part of his body about how in love he is. And I think Rachel has that clip. I'm in love. Oh, my Lord. I think she's the one. Oh. You really think so? I do. Oh, I hate those words. <laughs> I do. Sometimes they gotta be said. Oh. <laughs> I heard they wanted Leonardo DiCaprio to play the role of the little Tommy. Is that true? Which is yeah. actually Big Tommy. <laughs> In a way, the voices are kind of similar. It's kind of hard to tell them apart. I don't know if you guys had confusion there, but a little. Um, so it's Jason Manzukis as the body part and mm -hmm. Sebastian Stan as Tommy. I'm not 100% on board with him yet. Um,. You know, I was a Motley Crue fan in high school, and I just remember Tommy Lee kind of being fun and um, happy. And in this uh, first two episodes, he is neither of those things. He's kind of just a jerk. Um, and we'll see if that changes. I also wish he was a little taller and lankier, because that's how I remember Tommy Lee, is just being like uh, skin and bones and, and uh, 
really tall, but, you know, it's... I might stick with it. Seth Rogen is pretty great as the uh, carpenter that discovers the... Uh, he doesn't discover it. He steals um, uh, a safe from Tommy Lee's garage as a, a revenge act, and that's how he acquires the tapes. So. Okay, and so he doesn't know what is in the safe at the right. time, you right? Know, I'm not giving too much away. He He's a carpenter that's working for Tommy. He feels slighted. He feels like he got stiffed on for his job. So as revenge, he steals a safe from his garage, not knowing what was in it, assuming there'd be like money and guns and jewelry and stuff. But yeah, he finds a Super 8 uh, cassette, and uh, the rest is history. Okay. I mean, I think that is history. I don't think you're giving anything yeah, away because, swear. you know, we all live through it. Steve was probably but just yes. a little baby buddy boo. What year did this Steve, happen? Uh, 90. I think 95-ish. I would have been 12. Um, so it's kind of post-Motley Crew. It's kind of when Tommy Lee was in, what was it, Methods of Mayhem? Um, and that's who he's hanging out with in this movie is the kind of guys from that mid-90s sort of punk, you know, uh, new metal scene. But Got did, it. Did you watch it at all, Rachel? I didn't, no. I really, okay. I don't know. I don't know if I have an interest in it. But I... I know that the um, the movie The Dirt, based off of the book, yeah. which I think is a memoir, um, was really successful. So I could see why there's kind of like a demand for that type of storyline. Well, and when you live through these stories, it's, I think, a little more interesting, too. You know, kind of like the Monica Lewinsky thing and, you know, uh, what else? Like the Princess Diana stuff. Right. I think that there's um, a lot of power in nostalgia. So, like, having a movie with that takes place in a certain era and it has, like, some instances of pop culture kind of trickle in throughout the movie that kind of um, gains an audience that way, too. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, every. I mean, for me, this was, like, a huge deal. People were getting a hold of this this video just on the black market. You know, I, I remember I had people over at my house once and somebody brought it and I was like, oh, my God. Uh, and they, you know, they put it in the VCR. Right. Because this is kind of before Internet porn. This was mid 90s where it was still VHS and DVD, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't even know if DVD was that big. In no, it was VHS 96. for sure. You know, and people would pass it on to the next person and whatnot. So I'm going to watch this for sure. Rocco, I know you yeah. also checked out the Secrets of the Playboy of Playboy. Yeah, I watched about an episode and a half of that. I thought it wasn't that interesting. Really? I was like, oh, okay, duh. You know, I don't know. It didn't move me that much. But, okay, I watched. Um, the, I think I watched three episodes of that. Oh, did you? What did you think? I mean, I thought it was fine. It, I think they could have condensed things a little more. I th I thought it was interesting. I thought that this guy, uh, Hugh Hefner, who was supposed to be this big, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Champion of women. Thank you. And for, you know, sexual freedom and all that. Like, you, he presented himself as, you know, he. there's a lot of good that he did. I mean, he was hiring black women in managerial positions very, very early on. Like he was doing good things in that way. But behind all of that, it really was for his own pleasure. And there's some really weird, messed up things that happened, like having a little girl living there with her father 
he well, has like his, the, do- his personal doctor's daughter yeah on the property and she wrote a book but uh, the having her exposed to all of this these parties and the drugs and the nudity and the sex that's gonna leave, leave a mark. mark yeah yeah no yeah so i don't know I, I he was a creeper he was a creep and if and if Steve watches Pam and Tommy, he will also be exposed to the nudity, the drugs, and the sex. So I, I don't think it's going to be a Steve um, keeper. Yeah, Steve, don't even bother. Rocco's we'll picking up you. on it. You know, now Donna can sniff <laughs> these things a mile away where she sees something and she's like, oh, yeah, nope, not a chance, not a chance. Yeah, I, I know what you're going gonna to watch and not watch. Like, I started watching The Gilded, for example. You, oh, yes. Yeah, you will never watch that. Oh, really? Yeah, I just think it's too slow for you. You're Sometimes short I attention take it spy. A... Did I say short attention spy? You sure did. I, I let it hang. Short attention span, span guy. Or spy. Spy man. <laughs> like that, too. <laughs> anyway, well, don't uh, worry. Let's... Rocco and I will do the heavy lifting. Thank you, guys. You I really it. do appreciate it. And You're I'll welcome. keep you up to date on the latest episodes of the new Fraggle Rock reboot. <laughs> And syndicated episodes of Coco Melon. Okay, good. Sing along. Uh, hey, when we come back, I have got a couple of studies, actually. Uh, I have some dating deal breakers, according to pet parents. That on the way. And something more up your alley, Steve. Body parts we don't wash enough. Donna! What? All of that coming up next on my talk. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon. Definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know it's hard to stay motivated. And that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability. Peer pressure. I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Here we are. Back at it. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I like it. You ready for a fun study? Okay, man. Okay, buddy. Boo. Studies have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Let me just start with the pet study, and then I'll move on to the body part study. Okay. Okay. So this pet food company put this poll out and found that more. Then seven in ten pet parents see red flags if a potential partner doesn't treat their own pets like mm. family. Yeah. The survey of 2,000 cat and dog owners also explored other common warning signs and deal breakers that singles often encounter while dating with pets. Hmm. Three and five think leaving a pet in a crate all day is a major no-no. Yeah. 52% um, will raise an eyebrow at pets not being allowed on the furniture. Mm. I, I'm, I don't. If you do, I mean, if you can keep your pet off the furniture, bravo, my friend. Yeah, you've done it. Bravo. I always think, though, if you have a dog, you know, part of the appeal... Is having them up on the couch so you can pet them and, and cuddle with them. Yeah. Oh, Feels like a lot to manage of down, 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 down. Yeah. I always go, get on your bed. Bed. 
bed. And then he climbs on the ottoman and then onto the couch. And I'm like, wrong bed. That's not the bed. (laughs) We tried to get my dog a bed and he never liked it. And he likes laying for a while, just like laying down below the ottoman. Oh. Or on the wood floor, I think, when he was hot. But now, as time has gone on, he's about a year and a half. He'll get on the couch. He'll sit in chairs. He'll uh-huh. uh, And he le- does like to come up onto our bed. And we had him sleeping in the bed for a few weeks. But then uh, Lou was like, he just keeps sitting on my head at night. And so <laughs> he's great. He's He really transitions back to his crate where he sleeps now. Just perfectly. He'll sit up on the bed until I open the crate door. And then he just jumps down. It's a safe there. place. Yeah. Yeah. Do you leave the door open? No. Hmm. No, because then we, we want to minimize him walking out in the middle of the night and smelling trash and us coming yep. out to Got it. sort of a Banksy display. <laughs> Sometimes I will pick the trash can up. It's like, you know, like a metal one mm-hmm. and put it on the counter. Oh, I should have done that today, today. <laughs> before I leave the house, especially if there is food in it. Yeah. If there's, you know. Mm. Anyway, uh, this poll also revealed that regardless of relationship status, 73% of people believe they're more likely to approach someone walking a dog. Mm. Not a bad dog. What are you talking about? Great dog. And two-thirds of people are more likely to swipe right on someone with pet photos in their dating app profile. There you go. Huh. I know. We'll see you later, Donna. No, no. You're not getting off that easy. Oh, no. I have a study on the body parts we don't clean enough. Do we have to do this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm, And two-thirds of Americans claim the pandemic has turned them into a germaphobe. But Mm. you're not being super OCD about it because a lot of people aren't showering that much. Mm. Armpits. The pits, baby. You got to get the pits. You got to work up a good lather and your hands aren't cutting it. That's why you need a poof. 31% say they sometimes let their pits get gross. Never, ever, 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 ever. Oh, get gross. That's like a knowing your intent is I'm just going to let them get gross. That's not great, guys. Your ears, your back, your nose. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You got to get Navage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you know something that randomly popped up on TikTok? I did not ask for this. TikTok does this thing where they're like, do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like this? And it was a doctor cleaning out someone's ear Mm-mm. and they have a camera on the end of this thing that oh, they yeah. go in with they do that at starkey and they are fully describing to you the doctor on tiktok is describing to you donna they're pulling out all sorts of things wax yeah. buildups things that were stuck i've done this with co-workers before we've gone and had this done and you could watch it on camera oh my gosh it was really something well, they were pulling out a bug the other day yeah not interested satisfying to watch though in a weird way i'm like what am i watching why it's like dr pimple popper i never watch that show i'm like oh dry heap no thank you but then this guy was like i'm going to remove this and i thought oh wow 
That's something. Mm. How do they get so far in there? I don't want to think about it. Thank you. And how far in are we allowed to go? They always tell us not to go in far. Mm. But I think I can go in a little farther than I am. I got these things that aren't Q-tips, but they're they're plastic. And on one end of the plastic little pole, imagine little like rings, like the rings of Saturn stacked on top of each other. So it's supposed to do a better like scraping job. And then on the other side of it is a little scoop. Imagine like a really cute little ice cream scooper. Nope. And so you can do both sides of that. Okay. (laughs) Other things we're not cleaning enough. I thought feet would have been on the top of the list. Yeah, me too. Like, do you soap up your feet? I do. Me too. Yeah, got to. Yeah, because they're in shoes. And they're just Boots. like one of the worst parts of your body. So Yeah, they're disgusting. They're always, they always need help. You need to do your face more, your butt, your front, <laughs> your undercarriage. Yeah, you, that's a things. number one. That's if you're taking a shower and you can only shower one. one if you can only soap one part, undercarriage. There you go. For sure. No doubt about it. This public service announcement brought to you by Donna and Steve. I sense a television commercial coming up for you and I. Hi, <laughs> it's Donna and Steve. For And it's all for washing for your undercarriage. For undercarriage. Yeah. Undercarriage we, are us. Is there an undercarriage kit that we could find that we could dual endorse? Maybe it's a thing you wear all day that constantly cleans. Like an air, like, a, you know how those things in the bathroom go tss. Yeah, and you're wearing it. It's like Depends, thinner profile than Depends. It's got a reverse vent on it, oh, so no. it's keeping it all airy, and not, and that's good, not muggy. And then you have a spritzer down there. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. Oh, you're my buddy. <laughs> I'm going to take off. No, you can't, because you have to take a quiz Well, now. you better make it easy today. I, I thought last week's was easy. I, I, it wasn't. I gave you macaroni. The song was Macarena. I know. It's... We're going to play an 80s edition of Throwback Thursday music trivia and after the break. All of our listeners are going to get mad at me. I enjoy They're that. sending me mail saying, Donna, Steve's clues are great. I'm like, yeah, because you already know the answer. Was, those are my favorite emails that we got last week. So it's going to be an 80s edition. <laughs> Finish the lyric. You can play along too. Jack Squat is up for grabs. Donna can't win anything either. Am I I'm either. Either way. We do hope that you listen, despite what we've done these first two and a half hours. <laughs> Throwback Thursday music trivia is coming up next. Good morning. Like Welcome back you to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's Thursday. It's 1130. That means this. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Pat. Into quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back. Yeah. Happy to do it. Every week at 11:30, we play this game, Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. Uh, its format changes slightly from week to week. We want to keep it from getting stale, mm-hmm. as the kids say. Okay. So this week we are going to do another edition of Finish the Lyric, but this is 80s edition. Okay. You know what? We'll change it up. We'll change it up for you. Finish the lyric was really problematic for you. What I will do is I will give you a lyric. Okay. You will then tell me. Oh, no. I would prefer okay. the name of the song 
and the artist behind it. Okay. Some of these, I promise you, really low-hanging fruit. Okay. Okay, so you're going to get a few, no doubt. Okay. With that, cue the dramatic music. Generation X. I like it. I like it, I Rachel. I could find it, Rachel. There yes. you go. Here right. we go. Amazing. Here's the lyric. We're talking away. I don't know what. I'm to say, I'll say it anyway. Name the song and the artist for bonus points. Mm. 80s music lyrics. We're talking away. I don't know what. I'm to say, I'll say it anyway. Mm-mm. I got nothing. No, hang on a second. Hey, you look at me. Make eye contact. Oh, wait. Sorry, I don't have you up. Keep uh, me up. Hold on. I got to find you. Okay, there you are. Hey, what's up? Look at me. I believe in you. Thanks, Steve. Do you believe in you? Uh, not really. Think of, I think it was the first song that was ever played on MTV. I think. Video killed the radio star? No, that is correct, though, for that question. <laughs> Talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. This is by the group Aha. Oh, take on me. Yeah, that lyric does not sound familiar. Okay, jeez. Don't get. You're starting pretty upset. Can you sense that? No. <laughs> okay, got one wrong. All right. I mean, no, I got move. that right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here, here we go. Here's an easy one for everybody. Okay. Cue the dramatic music. Once upon a time, not so long ago, Tommy used to work on the docks. Tommy Union's used to on work spin. on the docks. Get it, girl. Oh, this is a Bon Jovi song. She has to hum her way to the chorus, everybody. Oh, wow. Oh, her headphones are off. This happens. The music that we're listening to starts to confuse her. Wow, we're going through the whole song. Nobody thought it would be this Living difficult. Living on a prayr. We got it. Living oh, on a prayer by Bon right, Jovi. Oh my goodness Woo, she gracious! It again, how wow. do I do it? I don't know. I thought you were immediately gonna get that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Let's move on. Got to work it out. Cue the music. Every now and then, '80s music. Every now and then, I get a little bit lonely, and you're never coming round. What lyric is that song from? I think 80s music. Every now and then, I get it. Every now and then, I get a little bit lonely. It's uh, Bonnie, not Bonnie Raitt, uh, Ooh, Bonnie Tyler. Yes. Uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Donna, Yay! you did it! Woo! Nice job. That hurt my head. Okay. Job. Right. Come on, big money, big money. All right, fine. We'll continue. Okay. Cue the music. Oh God. <sighs> Dig, if you will, the picture. Dig, uh, if you will. Are you, you and I, and I engaged, engaged in, in a kiss. kiss? This is a Prince song. The sweat of your body, body covers me. Can you, my darling? Can you picture this? When Doves Cry. Donna Valentine. Woo! Nice job. You're doing great. Do we have a little When Doves Cry there, Rachel, that we can bring in for the people? Uh, Forget about the riffing ability. Such a great album. Chris. 
What's the song that he did? Oh, he did the uh, the guitar solo on My Guitar Gently Weeps in a live performance. And oh, it was yeah. Just that was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then he oh, basically, boom, dropped the mic and walked off. And then remember, there was the famous uh, Metallica cover of this song, too. Which where was James Hetfield like, left the stage, and they left the bassist, who has the long, dark braided yeah. hair. This is what it sounds like. God! I think that was here, too, if I'm not mistaken. It was terrible. All right. All right, cue the music. (laughs) 80s music. She was more like a beauty queen from a movie scene. I said, don't mind, but what do you mean? I'm the one. We're guessing the song. And artist for bonus points. She was more of a beauty queen. From a movie scene. I said don't mind, but what do you mean? Yeah. I am the one. I know the song. This is the way. Keep giving me lyrics. She was more like a beauty queen from a movie Ugh. scene. I said don't mind, but what do you mean? I am the one. Rabbiting, Rabadu, Dilly. It's not Bowie. She was more of a beauty queen from a movie scene. I said, what are you doing? Give me a hint on who the artist is. Dead. Okay. That narrows it down. That That was harsh. I shouldn't have said that. One of my former best friends. Based on physical contact. Oh, this is uh, Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. That is correct, Donna. Oh, man, that would have been embarrassing if I didn't get that one. Yeah, that was tough. See, now I read these on the printed page and think this is so basic. Because you have the answers in front of you. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're totally right. Yeah, I'm sure I look like a dummy when you know the answer. That's the hope. Uh. Just as I read, she was more like a beauty queen from a movie scene. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, instantly you're hearing, she was more like... Mm -hmm. Cue the music. You might want to check out the Janet Jackson documentary. I just finished it. I plan to. I plan to. I thought it was really good. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. This is a lyric from a famous 80s song, which is still popular in its own right today. Give me a little more, Bob. We're no strangers to love. Yep. You know the rules, and so do Do I. I. It's not helping. It's really hard. Hear those to love. Alright, this is Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. No, I'm sorry, I did my McDonald. Oh, sorry. But I didn't mean to. This song is used for pranking people. Oh gosh. Okay. Real strangers you learn. Rick Astley and the song is called uh Never Never give up. Never gonna give you up. Got it. All right, got it. Woo! <laughs> if you haven't experienced a root canal recently. Oh wow. Okay. Hmm. And her. Right, this one's gonna work. All right. All right. Cue the music. Got time for a couple more. 
Well, my friends, the time has come to raise the roof and have some fun. Well, my I will friends, admit, I started that trying to do an impression of this person. It wasn't sounding like it, so I tried to just go more bloody. To what the what? Technically, the lyric that they're giving me before that is Dada O. Well, my friends, the time has come to raise the roof and have some fun. 80s song. Um, th here's kind of a hint of the title of the song, kind of. If you didn't have a bedtime. Up all night. You're in the zone. You're in the right neighborhood right now. Start it's knocking not up on some all doors. night. It's not up all night. All night long Hit by it, Lionel Richie. Thank you. Did you like my Lionel Richie? Well, my friends, <laughs> the time has come. <laughs> Not really. You know, Ryan Perpich, our old producer, God rest his soul, is still alive, a news producer downstairs, used to do a pretty good Lionel Richie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. This is a great song. All his songs are great songs. All right. Here we go. Uh, all right. Cue the music. We're playing Throwback Thursday music trivia. Tell me what song this is based on this lyric. Let's go. Steve walks warily down the street with his brim pulled way down low. All right, uh, this is Queen. Another one bites the dust. Yes, good Woo! job, Don. All right. Good job. Getting the hang of it. Ah, oh, such a great song. One more. This one is weird. I will tell you this. Okay. This is going to be the toughest one. We're going to end on the toughest one, I think. Okay, we'll work it out together. It's only five words. Five words. Cue the music. Reminds me of childhood memories. Hmm. Yeah. Now, that doesn't help. One of the words of the song title is sort of within one of the words that I just told you. Reminds me of childhood memories. Child. Reminds me of childhood memories. Sweet child of mine. Donna Valentine. Thank you. Guns and Roses. Get it, girlfriend. Woo! She yes! did great again, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Steve. Throw Thank you for Thursday. tuning in. Woo! You did better than last week, I would say. You're my buddy, boo. Thank you. You got it done. Okay. All right. This would be a good time to tell you what we have coming up. Snoop? Oh. <gasps> did you hear Snoop's dog went missing? Yeah. Good news. Oh. Good news about Snoop's missing dog. You will hear from Snoop D-O-double-G himself. When we return, it's the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with DJ Rock oh, Lobster. Boom, boom, boom. Hi. Hi. All hey. three of us have dogs. Yeah, we sure. do. How about dog that? Owners, huh. Which is one of several things we have in common with Snoop D-O-double-G, Snoop Doggy Dog, who's going to be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, I can't wait. Alongside Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Dr. Dre, and Kendrick Lamar. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Well, uh, good news for Snoop Dogg on a personal level. His French bulldog, Frank, went missing Sunday night in Los Angeles. 
Damn. But he went to Instagram on Tuesday with an update, and it was some good news. Uh, DJ Ray Chill, can we play a little Snoop D-O-double-G sound of him giving everybody an update on his lost doggy dog? Bow, wow, wow. I want to thank y'all for returning the dog back to us. We appreciate that. Frank made his way back home. We appreciate all the love and the support we got on Instagram to get the dog back. And to the lovely couple that brought the dog back, I got some gifts for y'all for looking out. Deal duh. Appreciate y'all. Aww. I, I, it's interesting. They put up a, you know, like a flyer saying, you know, missing dog. See mm-hmm. these a lot in my neighborhood. Yeah. And they give the address where he was, you know, lost or the general vicinity. They give out the phone number. I mean, imagine you find this dog and you return it to the rightful owner only to find out it's Snoop. D-O-double. Wonder what he's given them in the gift bag. You know, it sounds like he's going to help out the people who returned the dog, found the dog. Not a bad dog. Well, it says reward. I hope the reward isn't just some Snoop merch. Hey, here's a new cut from my new album. What would you want from Snoop for returning his French bulldog? Um, definitely pictures. With him. Yeah, for sure. And the dog. And maybe a mention on his next album. Thank you. You? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd take money, I think. Yeah, money would be good. Yeah. He can keep the picture. <laughs> money probably would be great. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be like, here's five grand. I think he could. That's probably what he paid for the dog. Yeah, and now he's so happy to have him back. You'd pay even more to get the dog back than you would originally. I guess. You know what I mean? God, these people in these in L.A. with the French Bulldogs. $150 million is Snoop Dogg's net worth. I think he could separate from ten k without blinking. Ten k? Yeah. No. You would Okay, note to self. If you are ever a child or pet of Donna's, uh, she ain't paying ransom. <laughs> that is called fate, and we're all going to learn a lesson. It's an educational opportunity for all of us, but I'm not paying to get you back. Oh, my God. Rocco, what was that movie with Bette Midler where yeah. where his wife is? It was Danny DeVito, I think, and Bette Midler, and she is kidnapped, and they keep calling. Oh, like, um, <laughs> yeah, I just did this as a trivia question for Lori and Julia. Ruthless people? Yes, it was yeah. so good. They're like, you know what? We're gonna, we've got your wife, and she's, you know, gonna get it if you don't get us this money. And he's like, yeah, okay. And she's <laughs> like, what the hell? And he won't give the money. That's funny. Mm. Um, tell me what you guys think of this. Congratulations, Snoop, on getting your doggy back. Have you seen this uh, story about this woman who was rejected for a um, a position at a grocery store where she applied? Because when the guy called, when the boss called her, her answering, her outgoing message was kind of goofy. It's going viral now. Because I don't know for whatever reason. it came, I think this happened in like 2020 or last year. But I think we have a clip of the whole thing. First her message, then his message. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Nye, and I'm back with another banging banger. I'm sorry I couldn't answer the phone. Please leave your name, number. Yeah, you know all that. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Uh. Yes, Miss Jones. I recommend if you apply for a job and you expect somebody to call you 
that you have a more appropriate uh, response on your uh, voicemail. So uh, thank you for applying, and no need to give us a call back here at Harris Theater. Thank you, man. Bye. Oh, my. Oh, dude, really? It's a grocery store. It's not like she's applying at a law firm. Yeah, cool it, buddy. Yeah, what a jerk. And she wasn't even inappropriate. She was just fun. Yeah, she was just being like, hey, yeah, what's up, what's up, what's up? You know, he's probably got the auto voicemail set on his. The person you were calling at 555, you know. I mean, I just thought that was a little over the top. Yeah, we don't need a lecture from you. Hiring manager. Like the woman, she sounds like she lights up a room. Fun, energy. Yeah. Like she'd be great working at a cash register. People coming through. How are you today? Yes. You know what I'm saying, bro? I was watching, uh, (laughs) speaking of cash registers, a YouTube video last night. I've told you before, my kids are uh, big fans of Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect started doing trick shots. Now they do all sorts of videos. One of those videos is stereotypes where they just do, it's usually a five or six minute video of just funny stereotypes. So this one was grocery store stereotypes. So you have two guys and, you know, one of the stereotypes was like the lane watchers. So it's two guys who are shopping together and then they split like you go to 13, I'll go to four. And then they have walkie talkies on trying to figure out, you know, well, no, she's using coupons, bail, bail. She's using coupons. Then they go over to 13 and then at 13, Someone pulls out a checkbook, and I thought of my dearest Donna Valentine. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 she's got a check, she's got a check. And they run away. And I thought, oh, I know the Okay, check I lady. don't pay with a check. You I need tell- a Dollar General, Donna. First of all, it was Dollar Tree. And second of all, the only reason was because I left my wallet in the car or thought I lost it. I had waited, waited in line for 10 minutes, and I was like, Oh, my God, I can't run out to the car while all these people are waiting. I'm like, will you take a check? I've got a check right here. And they said, yeah. And then the check wouldn't go through. And then the people got mad anyway. It was a thing, okay? wonder why the check didn't go through. Their machine just wasn't it wasn't eating it properly. <laughs> Whatever. It was like spitting it out like, <laughs> check. Yeah. recognize something from 1997. You you know, one thing I noticed when I moved here that I never experienced anywhere else, and I've lived, you know, in New Jersey, worked in Pennsylvania, lived in um, Georgia, Texas, Texas, and then I come to Minnesota. Everybody wrote checks for everything. You'd go through the drive-thru. Yes. People would write a check. My sister wrote a check at Wendy's. Yeah, everybody wrote checks for everything. When you'd get, you know, we'd settle up our bar tab at Bullwinkle's and we'd all write checks. Craziest thing. That is very weird. And now it's like checks taboo. Yeah, I maintain I have. I'm sure I've exaggerated the number before, but it's got to be less than 25 total checks in my life I've written. Each time I have to take a breath and figure out what am I supposed to do on each of these lines? What if you had a landlord who was like 68 and you had to, you know, pay them every month. Are you giving cash? I'd probably just give like a, like, can I direct deposit this somewhere? Can this just be deducted from my account? That's so weird. You got to do a check so you can be like, oh, it's in the mail. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. That was me all throughout. Gives college. you a grace period yes. built in. Good thinking, Rachel. Oh, Rachel's uh, criminal underbelly starting yep. to show a little bit here. Thanks for your help, Rachel. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Rocco? Rocco. Yes. I'm working on our list, the My Talk Awards. Bye bye.